Today we watched Rain of Fire, a movie from 2002. The IMDb summary says, A brood of fire-breathing dragons emerges from the earth and begins setting fire to everything, establishing dominance over the planet. Welcome to Torture Vision. So Christian Bale plays Quinn, and he's like the leader of the group. He's the one that tells people apparently when they can harvest the food, when they can eat, when they should run and hide, how they should defend themselves, and he's also a great theater actor. <laughs> well, he's, we, we should start by saying like uh, it, the movie starts off with young Quinn when he's like, oh yeah, I don't know, 12 at the most. Yeah. And uh, and he's going to see his mother. Uh, his mother works at. I'm not even sure what they were doing. Her job is the Queen Borg. <laughs> no. No, in this movie, what was she doing? Um, she they were digging something, uh, digging for subway tunnels or I don't know what they were building. I don't know. It was a mine, and she. They somehow... they mentioned it that that it was for for the subway. I think. Oh. Who but cares? anyway, it's it... under London, so that's plausible. And um, and during the dig, uh, one of the people says, we've hit a void. It's a real strange gap in, in the earth. So uh, what do they do? They, they, it, to, to investigate the void, they send young Christian Bale into the hole. <laughs> and uh, when he goes in there, he, find, he sees that there's a dragon there. He wakes the dragon. The dragon's pissed, starts breathing fire. Christian Bale has to run out of the hole. No, he, like, spits up on him. Uh, it's only one of the chemicals that uh, the dragon releases in its mouth. Like, it's got two glands, and so... One chemical on its own is completely fine, but when two chemicals um, from each gland touch each other, that's when, like, it's instant napalm. Right. Yeah, so he's got, like, one of the chemicals that were splashed on him, and it, like, just made his eyes all red, but because it wasn't, like, mixed with that other chemical, it wasn't fire. So, yeah, his mom is, like head of osha or something <laughs> she's just she's just head of the for the mine or the the drilling or whatever then it's her it's her kid so like she runs to go like wash his eyes out but then that's when all the fire happens right because then the the dragon escapes the void and but before he uh, the dragon escapes quinn runs out his eyes are all red and uh, she goes to clean his eyes but then the other two guys who are there say like let's go into the hole one of them says let's go into the hole and check out what happened and the other guy says no it's dangerous it's not safe you're, <laughs> you just... you're the you're the one who just sent a young child into the hole but now you don't want to go in there <laughs> that was kind of funny and um and then like the uh the mother washes out quinn's eyes and then that's it there's there's no consequences to that like when when we see adult quinn he's not blind or he doesn't have really bad vision it just kind of went nowhere. Right. It was just to get them out of the way, so that way when the dragon blew his fire, it didn't kill him. So then, like, the, the Christian Bale Quinn um, 
and his mom get into the elevator and they start to leave um, the shaft like that's when the dragon ends up killing his mom and um, you learn later on that that's like the only female dragon within the world. No, the only dra- male dragon. Or the only male dragon, yeah. Which is funny because that I, I just read the IMDb summary and it says, a brood of fire-breathing dragons emerge from the earth. It's like, no, only the male emerge. So where did all the females come from? Yeah, well, first off, like, I'm not, I don't know, a... a, a a dragon expert exactly i'm not a dragon expert um but like what kind of species uh has has like only one male and the rest are female and yeah you would have to have uh, you know other dragons i guess in the void somewhere um to be able to have like baby dragons to get to the problem that they have in uh, in this movie so they like the male dragon evidently is probably left back from the dinosaurs or something because he's been there for a while in the void um never once like ran out of food apparently they've been breeding or it's like a head vampire like it just lives forever (laughs) i think we were supposed to believe that he was just hibernating and during hibernation his body wouldn't need to eat so much like the whole system sort of shut down okay so does he hibernate for you know how many thousands of years i have no idea because they mentioned that they were around during the dinosaurs and then (laughs) this is it's kind of a stretch like we never knew until after the dragons emerged like oh the dragons must have killed the dinosaurs (laughs) <laughs> and then they they burned everything up and that's what the the ash caused the ice age and so then the dragons must have went underground to hibernate during the ice age but then somehow they reemerged and they fought the chinese because they're part of chinese mythology but then the chinese somehow fought back the dragons again so they hibernated again Without the rest of the world knowing that dragons existed. Well, yeah, it, but they had their myths and they, you know, their stories and their parchments of, you know, Chinese warriors fighting dragons. That's why we have all that today because they, the dragons tried to once again reign and somehow the uh, ancient Chinese destroyed them all. <laughs> but then modern technology couldn't wipe them out when they reemerged the third time. <laughs> they showed, like, nuclear uh, warheads and stuff. And, yeah, no, the ancient Chinese could kill them and maybe and cause them to go, like, to fight them off long enough for them to go into hibernation. But then modern society, with all of its technological advances, couldn't take off the take on the dragons <laughs> so here's my theory i guess i'm just pulling this out of my ass why cause... not because the writers did the same thing when they <laughs> exactly. wrote the script um so the chinese are building the great wall of china and so they're they're digging the in their quarries to make the rock for the bricks for the wall and during that dig they un, unearthed a fee a couple female dragons maybe and then they fought them to the death, but because there was no male to fertilize the female eggs, that's why they were able to win. Oh, okay. I guess. I don't sure, know. Sure, I'll go with that. So Christian Bale, um, he's... When he's all grown up, I gotta say this, I wrote this on my notes. After we learn, we see them unearth the dragons, and let's just assume that 
there were females in that cave as well. We only saw the male escape, but let's assume there were females oh, yeah, in there as there well, and they all be. escape. Um, it cuts to the future. The year is 2020, and uh, Christian Bale, the very first thing we see him do is digging. He's digging deep into the earth. Like, haven't we learned our lesson? What are you <laughs> digging for? You might unearth more dragons, dummy. <laughs> it was just terrible. A terrible thing to see. But yeah. apparently he's digging to, to make more space for his people. Even though they're kind of getting along just fine. They don't need more space. There's not a lot of people left. Well, they do live in, like, a big castle. But perhaps it's safer to live underground. I could live with that. But... I don't know, dragons didn't seem to be the burrowing kind of species, so, like, how they even got themselves underground to hibernate and have no massive hole as big as that dragon to crawl in and out of for us to find them, um, like, whatever. Who, who cares? Well, <laughs> I'm more interested in Christian Bale, him being, like, the theater actor taking credit for Star Wars and The Lion King and all that other bullshit. Okay, I guess we can go there. <laughs> I, I, I do want to come back, though, and talk about dragons some more and just how they function. Well, good, because this whole movie's about dragons, so you have plenty of opportunity. Okay. <laughs> so let's get to the part you want to talk about. Christian Bale is... He's uh, putting on a play for the children because they have no televisions. They do have electricity because they are running radio equipment, things of that nature. <laughs> and but, giant spotlights. <laughs> right, giant spotlights. But they. Uh, Jimi Hendrix music. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, <laughs> they have this play where they're they're telling the children that uh, they're they're reenacting Star Wars, which is actually kind of clever. If the world had gone to shit, we're living in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, the survivors are uh, old enough to have known Star Wars, so they're telling it to their kids. I, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. And yeah. they're at the part in The Empire Strikes Back where uh, Luke learns that Vader's his father. And when they do that, uh, that reveal... It's like, no, I am your father. All the kids gasp. Horrible actors, by the way. The worst child actors. <laughs> but they all gasp in amazement. And then that's when Christian Bale says, okay, that's enough for tonight. Uh, that, that's the end of playtime. It's, it's time to go to bed. So then the kids are uh, they're kind of disappointed. They wanted the story to continue. But uh, they're like, okay, fine. It's time to go to bed. He's like, next time. We'll continue the story, and and the kids are, start shouting out different things like, "Tomorrow, I want to see Lion King," or you know, different story. It's like, "Fuck you, kids! You, <laughs> you just saw the most important part of Star Wars, and and now you want to jump to another story." Yeah, let's finish the fucking story. <laughs> you, yeah, like that irritated the crap out of me. Like, are you so mindless that you just you just want to see? anything in front of your faces yeah. well like god they would have loved michael bay <laughs> just oh, colorful damn. explosions and no story <laughs> i was gonna say well king joffrey is in the audience there as a little yeah. kid <laughs> it's one of his first acting roles uh is is that just a random uncredited kid in the uh in the mix yeah, yeah, a little like this is a universe where dragons exist both in uh, <laughs> game of thrones and in the reign of fire um, so, like, you suppose that maybe his uh, his incestual um, parents slash, you know, 
uncle and mom <laughs> are living in the castle. Yeah, Anyways. No, I, I think it's a separate story. <laughs> I refuse to believe any of that. You always say that. <laughs> so, um, so like, getting back to the dragons, though, because like, I, I, we still haven't figured this out in full. The dra- Throughout the whole movie, people keep saying, dragons eat ash. You can see in the beginning um, story, like when they're like showing you um, the credits, and you see Christian Bale writing in a book. He specifically writes, "They eat ash." They mention it like at least ten times, right? Maybe not that much, but yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. the amount of times they mention it. They, they, mention they it. never show it. <laughs> never once does a dragon eat ash. They're eating people just just fine. Just eating them whole they're eating each other because they're running out of food which it's they're a, never a world, eating ash it's a world full of ash because everything's burnt it's like a post-apocalyptic world everything is covered in ash and they're starving i couldn't believe that part that made no yeah. sense to me <laughs> it's like so they they killed so many dinosaurs back in the day and so much vegetation that the earth was covered in ash blocked out the sun and that's what caused the ice age so now that there's this abundant food source, you just fly through the air and open your mouth and eat the ash. <laughs> but now they need to go underground. Why? <laughs> because of the cold? I don't know. It, it was dumb. The ash thing was so point. Why did they mention that? It didn't even need to be. I could accept that they would just be eating uh, each other and eating uh, people. And even eating vegetation, like the little tomato fields that the people in the castle had planted. Like, why Why did they have to say they eat ash? I don't know. And then try to hammer that home, and then never fucking show it. And, and it was, was ridiculous. There was no part in the story where it was important to know no. that they ate ash. Um, even though you never saw it, it was, it was irrelevant. It was really stupid. And But they hammered it home. Like it was, uh, it was like we were watching over the top, and it's it's double elimination challenge. Like there was no what? reason. <laughs> but um, so like the dragons, um, it's like perhaps like some sort of I don't know supplement for them, <laughs> dietary supplement for them. Um, but uh, yeah, they they never ate any ash. They they even ate each other because they were running out of food. And like I said earlier, the whole fucking planet is covered in ash, and yet they're starving. Um, whatever there, it, it it doesn't make any sense that there would only be one male. There's no, there's no like creature on this planet that is like that. And I mean, well, you, I mean, I don't know how bees work exactly, but you've got one queen bee who sort of calls the shots, and then then others all work for her. Right. But, so it's the same kind of theory, but I you guess. Can, you can have other colonies and stuff. So, like, you would have more than one queen bee on this planet. It wouldn't just be one queen. Right. Well, that's and that's one of my biggest problems with the film is uh, I, I actually I can't say biggest. I have a load of problems with this film. <laughs> I can't rate them, really. Um, it, how come when the when the dragons were all over the place and we still had working governments people are trying to shoot them out of the sky and they did mention that when we killed one it seemed like you know two would take its place they're just spawning at an insane rate and so no military can take them down and uh, we have uh, the the main dragon is the only male who's fertilizing all the eggs around the world and then no one figured this out 
none of Earth's scientists or anything figured out that there's only one male and this is the way their whole system works. They never saw a giant dragon uh, dumping sperm over a, a sea of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it all happened within the heart of London, too. So, like, okay, London, France, and Germany, and like, just Europe collapses. America would still be around. I mean, you, you would think that <clears throat> you, would, you would have some sort of idea about like what was going on and figure out how to kill them before it got to the point where America was even like overthrown. Yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this is a crazy amount of stupid. The, okay. So everything falls apart. Nations are crumbling, but it's not overnight. It's not happening overnight. And we know this, that it takes a lot of time because we see a bunch of magazines all over the place that mention the <laughs> uh, like the dragons are burning Paris. Uh, you know, Time Magazine. The cover story is dragons have you know destroyed this part of the world and then that part of the world. Um, it takes a while to to bring a magazine to print. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote they, that they down. at least had that. I wrote that down. Like the whole world is like in shambles. Everything falls apart, but Time Magazine still like rocks on. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it, it is, still it's, survives. It's conceivable that people would still be trying to make news, but um, I don't know. That just seemed kind of ridiculous. Like in all that time that they've got to print up all these magazines and take all these great pictures on the front lines of the Dragon War. Uh, no one figures out that there's only one male the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it takes it's... it takes the brilliance of Van Zant to the American warrior. To, oh, he, uh... he he's the guy who plays. He's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, who plays right. the American soldier called Van Zant, which doesn't sound like an American name at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a theory about him. We, we're living in a uh, world here where dragons exist, so, you know, this is kind of supernatural. I think he's a time-traveling Viking. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like it, doesn't he? He does look like a he Viking. He carries a battle axe. Oh, he does! He Okay, so everyone else has a gun, and, yeah, he wants to kill, like, a dragon with a fucking battle axe. <laughs> But that's it. We'll save the that for the very end because that whole that whole last like that whole third act needs to be analyzed like scene for scene. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're talking about the American soldier. It's okay. They're not in London, but they're right outside of London somewhere. Um, somewhere in Europe is where where Christian Bale is. Uh, he plays Quinn in the castle with all of his people. He's like you know the governor of these uh, of this small population. And um, Matthew McConaughey, Van Zant, comes in in a tank, and he's from America. They have tanks, they have jeeps, they have helicopters. Um, well, just one helicopter. Okay, just one helicopter, sorry. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to think that, okay, the world has fallen apart, and they have enough gas... <laughs> we know they didn't come all the way from America, so perhaps they came from the closest embassy... Um, of the United States to wherever Christian Bale is, um, how do they still have all this gas? Like I, I was even curious. Like I know my car gets you know approximately like twenty eight thirty miles per gallon. Like a tank's got to get like 
two to seven miles a you know a mile per gallon uh, a helicopter is probably even worse like how do they how do they afford to to still have gas in the society where everything's burnt to shit I, I don't have an answer. Yeah. I mean, are, are you looking to me for an answer? I, I just, I'm, I'm curious of, like, how you could tie that in. Like, we're just supposed to believe that all of this stuff can happen. So, anyways, the Americans um, tell Christian Bale, hey, we, uh, we need somewhere to stay. You know, we just need to regroup. We're all tired, and we'll be out within, you know, X amount of hours, right? That's how that went down. Right, he basically said less than a day yeah. is how long they were going to stay. They were going to leave the next morning. And Christian which... Bale at first says, you know, no, we're not going to let you in. And then Van Zant says, we're going, going to get in. Either you're going to let us or we're going to blast our way through. But either way, we're going to stay in that castle for the night. Right. So Christian Bale says, you know, the only sensible thing, like, I guess, you're, we're certainly outgunned, so come on in. And so the, uh, Van Zant and his company enter the castle, and then because we need some drama, a, a dragon shows up. Well, before you bring that up, I just want to say like they're coming out um, or coming into the castle at uh, at sundown, pretty much just in time for sundown, which is ironically the best time because they establish you know. Every other time that they mention that a dragon eats ash, they talk about how a dragon can't see um, well during the day. They see well, no, like they better see, even at night. They see well during the day. They see even better at night. The only time they don't see well is during sunset, which he calls the magic hour. Right. So they're coming in just in time for the magic hour? Like, isn't that the time you'd be traveling the most? Like, you would definitely want to be, like, inside before night falls, but at least, like, during sunset, like, that's your best time to travel. But anyways, yeah, so once they get inside, then magically a dragon shows up, and, uh, and they, you know, it starts wreaking havoc on the town or the castle, and then they have to work together, you know, both the Americans and whatever fucking Christian Bale is, and, uh, and then they take down a dragon, um, with uh, what did did they use the uh, crossbow to take down the dragon? This sounds retarded. I'm totally not making this up. It, it, how did they take down the first dragon? No, they did the whole helicopter thing, which was like a total one of waste. the worst ideas ever. Yeah, they take a helicopter high up into the air, hope the dragon uh, follows them, and then they have one guy jump from the helicopter. And so he's plummeting towards Earth, and they hope that the dragon chases after the falling human instead of continuing to attack the helicopter. Which you think he would just attack the biggest, loudest thing, but no, the dragon falls for the bait. And apparently, that's how they do it every time. <laughs> so the dragon goes after the falling guy, and then two other guys jump out of the helicopter. Now they're behind the falling dragon, and they shoot uh, metal nets at the dragon's wings hoping to uh take the wings out or just like incapacitate the dragon so that it comes crashing to the earth yeah and then once it hits the earth it's either dead or dying, dying so then they can go attack it uh that's the plan 
it doesn't work out well at all. It's a complete clusterfuck, exactly like you'd expect one of this this particular mission to go. And um, so now now it's up to them to yeah attack the the dragon. Now that it's on the ground, they they do have to take it out with they 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 shot like a spear at it some I, sort I, of spear i swear to god it was the crossbow with a c4 at the end of the the tip but you don't know what that is until later on in the film but they do kill the dragon we can agree on that right yeah, it, whatever they do i think it was some sort of, i don't think it was that crossbow thing but Wait, whatever some sort of spear but either way the, the thing died it's a huge fucking animal like the thing even though it can fly like weighs a ton right it's i mean it's full of meat and i don't know like if i'm if i'm starving i'll eat anything which they are because they want to raid the farm to get the food out of the farm and christian bale says like no you can't like take all the food out of the farm because it hasn't matured yet none of it is ripe and you're thinking well like who cares if it's ripe i'll still eat it but he's like no like the seeds aren't fully functional yet which means if we eat it all, then there's nothing to plant next season. Like, we're going to starve if we eat it all now. We'll starve by next season. We won't even make it that far. And somehow, like, the dragon, you know, does destroy everything before they kill the dragon. Which but is it, something I actually wrote. Like, if you if you got all these tomatoes planted just out in the open, which it, it sucks, but you have to do because they do need sunlight. Right. Um, wouldn't you make small fields and kind of spread them all over the place exactly. so that if a dragon attacks and burns it like it did in the film, it wouldn't burn the entire goddamn field? Exactly. Yeah, and and you would ration it. Like, okay, like we do need something to eat. Let's take a couple tomatoes or whatever and ration it out. <laughs> and were they living solely on tomatoes? <laughs> there was no cornfield, no nothing. It was just tomatoes. Yeah, it was actually like small enough to maybe support a small family. But I mean, these were several families living in this one uh, castle. But whatever. So <laughs> they killed the dragon again. Um, but nothing comes of it. They don't fucking tear that dragon apart and start eating its flesh or cooking it. They have a huge party where we mentioned earlier they have spotlights and they're playing Jimi Hendrix. Wasting electricity <laughs> and they're they're just they're partying. Um, it's guess, just like are, Waterworld where, where things are very, very scarce, but you're incredibly wasteful on yeah. everything. Yeah, and it were they like they were drinking from a tap, and it kind of looked like it could have been water, but also maybe it was alcohol. No, the one guy did mention they did have some sort of alcohol because yeah. he said, uh, "Drink it quick, so it only burns your stomach and not your throat." Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so maybe they were getting drunk too. It's like in the on, TV uh, show Mash, they make that like vodka or whatever in their tent. Like they were doing that shit. It was it was tomato vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that they somehow made clear because that's all they got to work with yeah yeah that's funny and uh they're having their party and yeah they, you mentioned uh hendrix um i don't know the name of the song but um the the lyrics are let me stand next to your fire yeah that, okay so like wh why would you have that as your song like i understand why the movie makers thought like oh we got dragons and they burn fire and the movie's called rain of fire we should have a song that references fire uh, derp 
<laughs> like what, it, it, it just it seems stupid. Like why would they celebrate with that song? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if the dragons were sentient, the dragons should be partying to that song. Right, right. And then Matthew McConaughey yells at uh, Christian Bale and, he's, and all the people who are partying. Yeah, like how could you be partying? I had three men who died. Like, you know, I I get what he was trying to to say. But he kind of shames Christian Bale and all the people who are there um, by by saying, like, you guys, you know, have... What did he say? You have heroes? <laughs> I wrote it down. Uh, well, uh, he, he, he said something like... Uh, I can't remember. Something about a society who has heroes, like... Is, He's like, uh, uh, cheer for the country who has heroes, uh, pity the country who needs them. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. But the, the most important part, the one, the, the line I wrote down, he's like, you know, after he tells him, like, well, what are you parting for, you idiots? Uh, you know, three of my men died. We took down one dragon. So maybe in uh, 320 years, we'll, uh, we'll have this whole thing taken care of. I thought that was a weird number, 320. Why not just 300? But <laughs> whatever. He goes, have your little soiree. And then he walks away. And, uh, oh, he says, personally, yeah, you all disgust me. And uh, I started laughing, saying, like, hey, asshole, you're the one who demanded you live in our castle. Like, you forced <laughs> your way in here. We didn't want you. So if you're disgusted with us, why don't you piss off? Yeah, yeah. Either you love it or you get out, which is a very American <laughs> fucked up thing to say. But he said, you could say that to the American. Fucking Americans are awful. <laughs> <laughs> but you were going back to... Um, the, the dragon that uh, was left on the ground and no one ate it. Of, of all the time they mentioned dragons eat ash, dragons eat ash. Why didn't they say uh, just one line uh, the, we can't eat dragon meat because it's poisonous to us. Then oh. that would have made sense. Yeah, because they eat nothing but ash. Yeah, that, that, would, be, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I wouldn't believe it, but if you established it, okay, like, I guess I would have to. So whatever, like that's cool. You thought it through. <laughs> it's like it's like watching a movie about slugs, and they mention salt, and then they never use salt to kill the bad guy. I mean, it would make no sense, right? I mean, like who, who would make a movie that? like that? Yeah, who does that? <laughs> so then Christian Bale, he actually goes to the the dragon body, and um, he pulls out a dragon egg from the body. And it was already established in an earlier scene that they had examined the body and they saw the eggs in there. Like, why wouldn't they destroy them? Like, I know they have to be fertilized by the bull before they become viable, but why wouldn't you just destroy them? I think it was already um, fertilized because there was something inside the egg. But you, you well, how would it be point. fertilized before it was laid? The I, dragon I don't know would, how female would have, have sex. The female would have to lay the egg, and then the the bull would have to fly over and fertilize it. That's that's clearly what they established. Okay, like fish or something. Yeah. Okay, so fine. Let's just say that they go to destroy it, because yeah, who knows? Like maybe there's just like clouds, like like instead of like a haboob of dust, it's like a haboob of of don't dragon that semen. That's that's not a real word. <laughs> I fucking hate that word too. <laughs> you, we never used that word in uh, until like relatively recently, and everyone pretends that it's a real word. So like maybe it's, there's just a big cloud of uh, of dragon semen in the sky. <laughs> like you wouldn't want that to be fertilized, right? 
<laughs> who knows but so like again they don't try to eat the egg they don't do anything with it maybe they did destroy it but they don't establish that they actually show you that they found the egg but they do nothing with the egg so what was the point there was no yeah, they, reason to even show the scene no it was stupid and um speaking of the the dead dragon christian bale mentions in a scene that um the uh, the other dragons hate the smell of dead dragon. It's the only thing that kind of scares them away. It's like, oh, danger's over there. One of us have died, so like, let's not go over there and die just the same. That kind of makes sense. So, um, but then you see dragons eating other dragons because they're running out of food source. So, at what point does that become disgusting to them? <laughs> they smell that like. They're like, oh god, this is like I gotta eat this fresh, like real fresh, because at a certain point it's gonna be repulsive and, and scary. There, there's no ash anywhere around me to eat. <laughs> this yeah. whole movie is just black and white, basically. Yeah. It's like you're watching a colorless film, which is funny because um, I don't know the character's name, but uh, uh, Julian Bashir from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> he uh, he operates this uh, this radio so he can listen to radio frequencies and see if other people are nearby. Um, when he's working at his radio in one scene, he looks out the window and he sees just red, and he just stares at the window like a dummy. And then the window <laughs> breaks open and fire just destroys him. And I'm thinking. Uh, two things. One, when you see any kind of color in this world, <laughs> you you should run away. Yeah. Especially when it's red, the fire, like the color of fire. Why are <laughs> you staring at that? What do you think it is? What what else could it be? <laughs> but he just stands there and lets it take him out. Yeah, exactly. That was that was really stupid. But you know they had to kill off some characters because they were getting ready to go into the third act. But um, oh, so we mentioned earlier that everyone's incredibly wasteful in this future where everything is scarce. Um, <laughs> what did you think about Matthew McConaughey's uh, um, cigar? Like, how do they have cigars still left over? I have no idea. But he doesn't smoke it. Like, one end isn't burnt. And you never see smoke out of it. When everything is on fire, I'm surprised. Like, I don't know, maybe you're just tired of, like, things being on fire, so you wouldn't want to smoke anything. But... He just chews on the cigar. I I made a joke early on when we first saw him, and uh, I said that half the cigar is in his mouth. <laughs> and then I swear to God, there's a scene where you see him put the cigar in his mouth, and he puts more than half of it in his fucking mouth. <laughs> he puts 75% of the cigar in his mouth. <laughs> I have this problem with uh, certain films where or, when I see things, like when I see someone shove a bunch of food in their mouth, like just something like that. When someone's mouth is full, like the I, the back of my throat starts to tingle and I get like just the very <laughs> beginnings of like this feeling of wanting to gag. And every time I saw McConaughey chew on that goddamn cigar, I, I was feeling a bit ill. And then I was so happy. One hour and eight minutes in, he spits that fucking thing out, and then he doesn't replace it. And I was so happy that it was just gone for the rest of the film. It was so disgusting. Yeah, he had eaten the whole cigar, and he only had, like, I don't know, a quarter of it left. And that was, uh, that was like, too small for him to chew on, because apparently he just eats it. 
and for whatever reason he had had enough and he spit it out. <laughs> it's like you you have no you have nothing around everything is burnt and you have no like plants hardly because everything's dying or dead and yet you still have tobacco (laughs) maybe maybe that cigar was made of tomatoes (laughs) it was tomato leaves all dried up (laughs) <laughs> that explains maybe why he ate it. I don't know. Oh man. Well, Do they you are eat starving. Tomato leaves. I I guess if you're like starving and you're hungry enough, you'll eat anything. I don't know. So, like hundreds of dragons are uh, are still alive after they eventually like like get to the heart of London. And because like we only know of two dragons that have died that we know of for sure, but let's say a few you know have have been killed by the Americans, and uh, that we don't know about, and they get to the heart of London, and there's hundreds of dragons in the heart of London, and they're all like bats. They all like fly out and do something, <laughs> while like the male stays there, and then so it's Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Christian Bale and the love interest who's the helicopter pilot um taking on one dragon and uh I don't know what would you say like realistically like about this fight scene like what's the most memorable thing and that's that's realistic that you would do like did they do anything that that you would do if you were fighting dragons no this whole last part was <laughs> dumb as all hell so it, it it needs to be established, I guess, that um, Christian Bale uh, he doesn't like um, Van Zant, and uh, Van Zant says, you know, I I need people to go fight these dragons, uh, and uh, Christian Bale's like, no, you can't take any of my people. Eventually, they 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 come to blows. They're like physically beating the crap out of each other. Van Zant says, like, we're gonna take some of your men like your six strongest men we're gonna go after the bull the rest of you can stay here and die yeah because enough of them didn't volunteer to go that he's like fine i'm just gonna fucking take you against your will now the draft has been open so uh he takes these men (laughs) he takes these men and then they they go to charge into london and uh they get destroyed by this bull uh dragon and um so now the only survivors are van zant and Alex, the the female pilot, and uh, so Van Zant and Alex go back to Christian Bale and say, "Hey, man, you were right. Like, so, so I'm understanding that he's saying you were right to stay here in your castle and cower like a pussy uh, we, <laughs> because we tried to take on the dragon and he just destroyed us. He killed us all. Um, but then the very next scene." Christian Bale is team like they're getting all their gear together so that uh, he can go with Van Zant and Alex to London so the three of them can take out the bull. <laughs> if they all died, like the however many they did have when they were at their strongest, three of them can do it. Right. <laughs> so then this is the time when Van Zant says, "Hey, um, hey Quinn, Christian Bale, like you, you lead." And we'll follow. It's supposed to be this moment where where he's saying, like, look, we'll work together, even better than work together. You can be the leader of this mission. We'll follow you. 
because you know London more than us. We're just dumb Americans. So Christian Bell says, okay. So then, what is it, like two minutes before Van Zant starts taking charge again? And then bitching out orders? Yeah. <laughs> and Christian Bale doesn't argue. So there's... <laughs> immediately, we're back to square one. What can I say? I mean, he's an American at heart. Yeah. <laughs> he starts bossing people around. So it's Van fucking Zant, disgusting. Van Zant leads them into this tunnel, and he's shooting flares like... Like he's got an arsenal of, I don't know, a thousand flares. Because they're just wasting them. <laughs> and they're super easy to make and everything, right. yeah. Like, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you, like, okay, I understand the need to, like, you've got one loaded in the gun and you shoot it down the, the tunnel so you can see real far. But then they've also got ones that they're throwing by hand. Once you get to the point where now you reach the, the flare that you threw, wouldn't you pick it up to throw it again yeah. Instead of shooting a brand new one? Well, maybe, like, the ones you shoot don't work like that. So, yeah, the ones that you have by hand, you just carry it. Like, a cop, you know, puts those uh, emergency roadside flares down. That's what they had. So you would just carry that with you. Like, again, you're in a post-apocalyptic world. Items are scarce, and yet they just they have no concern whatsoever for any of that. How they even lived this far is beyond me. Because Christian Bale was a little kid when dragons were released and granted it would take some time before society would fall apart but like they literally would would run out of resources like i the the fact that they're not all dead is just amazing there was a scene in the castle where christian bale was sitting and talking to um to his best friend and uh in the background there's like a hundred candles lit it's like really we just leave those burning non-stop <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so then it's very romantic, Brad. You so, don't you don't understand. So crawling through the two or through the tunnels, uh, Van Zant says, "Okay, now here's these highly volatile heads uh, that to go on to uh, an arrow shaft, and um, you put them in a crossbow, and you can shoot like when you shoot at the uh, the dragon, these things are gonna blast it to hell." Um, but you've got to shoot it in the chest, in its most vulnerable part, in the chest. And um, I thought it was kind of funny for a couple reasons. One, they never shoot a dragon in the chest, ever. <laughs> and then two, like, wouldn't you have discussed this on your long trip to London? Like, why are we just now being introduced to these arrows? And then, on top of that, um, Van Zant says... Don't put it in your crossbow. Don't get your crossbow ready until you need to. Because <laughs> you'll like, have plenty of time to lock and load by when, like, a dragon's chasing you. Yeah, so, so that, that's, that's what it is. Like, they wanted the drama of him fumbling with the, the arrow, trying to get it in his crossbow uh, when a dragon's attacking him. That's the <laughs> only reason they did that stupid scene. Yeah, yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb that they had the need to tell you that. So then, uh, now that he's like they they got uh, their arrows and but they're not in the crossbows; they're in their pockets. Uh, they all decide like let's split up. Uh, we're going to like Van Zandt's going to take a high position, and then uh, the girl Alex she's going to run toward Van Zandt so that like when the dragon starts chasing her, Van Zandt can shoot at the dragon. And also, you've got Christian Bale who uh, is on the ground, he's also going to shoot at the dragon. But Van Zant, um, even if like that plan worked out perfectly, 
Van Zant wouldn't have like the ability to shoot the dragon in the chest. If anything, you could shoot him in the back. So right. like the plan doesn't make any sense. It's... Unless the dragon stops chasing Alex <laughs> and lays and on his back, upward. no, <laughs> and then goes upward and then tries to breathe fire down upon Van Zant. That's the only way he could strike the dragon in the chest. Yeah, but um, so and and that's kind of what happens. The dragon stops chasing Alex for no good reason, goes up toward Van Zant, and Van Zant then shoots it in the face. Doesn't wait for a chest. Uh, uh, doesn't wait for the the chest to become visible. He just shoots the dragon in the face. And because of the fire, apparently, I think that's why like it exploded prematurely. Is what you're supposed to believe. Oh, and and that that's why the dragon survived. Yeah. So the dragon has like visible battle damage to his face, but otherwise is is still alive and kicking. And uh, the reason Christian Bale couldn't shoot at the dragon from the ground is because he lost the when he during his run to get to his special little hiding place, uh, the arrows fell out of his pocket, and so he lost them. But if Which he would have locked and loaded, he never would have lost them. Yeah, or at the very least, hold them in your hand. They're one, <laughs> the most important part of the. They are the plan. Yeah, yeah. No, so, fuck him. Fuck so, this movie. Van Zandt <laughs> shoots the, the dragon in the face. It hurts the dragon, but the dragon still keeps coming. And what is what is McConaughey, what does Van Zant do? <laughs> After he he's does like, it, now that he doesn't have any more volatile uh, arrowheads, he's like, the next best thing is what? Battle axe. That, that, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Wouldn't you pull out your battle axe and start going after the dragon? He goes out like a <laughs> proud Viking warrior. He charges <laughs> after the dragon with his battle axe. And of course the dragon destroys him in a single chomp. He doesn't even get to use the battle axe in the whole movie. And you see it several times. He doesn't even get to use it once. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> It was the most worthless death. It meant nothing. <laughs> it amounted to nothing. No, I felt pretty good after he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon chewed him up like an old disgusting so uh, wet cigar. And, and it was over. <laughs> and then so uh, Christian Bale ends up like finding the... Uh, the uh the arrows he dropped yeah and then he ends up like shooting it in the mouth which he doesn't hit him in the chest because that was the plan <laughs> he no. shoots him in the mouth and he does die and uh and that's like the end of the movie there's the love interest now between him and the helicopter pilot they never once like talk about the rest of the hundreds of dragons that are still around well the uh the idea is now that the bull isn't around to fertilize the eggs, now they just need to wait for time to kill off the dragons. And that's kind of funny because, like, okay, so maybe they can't fertilize their eggs, and it's kind of a weird, like, you've already mentioned, like, what kind of animal only has one type of male? Like, when the male goes missing, there's no sort of contingency plan on how to make another one. Right. But the females, uh, they just got to wait for them to die. So what's the lifespan of a dragon? Are they like flies? Like they only live a couple days? No, and apparently they, they live a long time because <laughs> they lived they in the hole up. in the ground. So wouldn't a human still be fucked for hundreds of thousands of years? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this movie is fucking retarded. <laughs> but no, it, it, they actually show at the end Christian Bale. He's like he's erecting this. Um, 
this radio tower, and now they've got even better uh, capability on the radio that was destroyed by fire yeah. when Dr. Julian Bashir was charred. <laughs> Somehow they built a new radio, I guess. I like how he's the doctor from Star Trek. <laughs> I, I don't know his name in the movie. So uh, so they, they got this new radio, and with the new radio tower, they've got a wider signal, and they can hear people from France or something they mention. Uh, so they're like, oh, at least other people are alive. And now now we can like just wait out the dragons, wait for them to die, and then we'll once again inherit the Earth, the, the charred, horrible, gray Earth. <laughs> they, every, the end. Everything would be, I guess, like, fertilized with all that ash and stuff no what the ash would be useless no no like when a forest burns down like it it does like i don't know bring the soil back to like some sort of richness for plants to to thrive again so i guess they have that for them but if you have no seeds it's not going to do you any fucking good (laughs) yeah whatever so the movie, even though you know it sucked, <laughs> it was it was uh, like easy to go through. Um, in terms of like our rating system, I'd say it's a good movie. Yeah, it, if we gave fucking Waterworld a good rating, <laughs> then and I I think I was on record as saying it was bad, and you were the one who said it was good. <laughs> so like I would say this is a bad movie too, but. I can't give this bad in good conscience and let Waterworld stand at a good rating. Yeah, no, they're they're so both they're, equally they're, bad. Yeah, they're they're on the <laughs> same exact level. Yeah. So unfortunately, this gets a good rating. Yeah. Well, our rating system such garbage. <laughs> we just, fucked it all up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're part of this website, um, like, and and you don't know the rating system very well. <laughs> no, I know the rating system. I just think we did a horrible job, and it's total garbage. <laughs> okay, so it's torture vision. Like that's 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 our brand. It's a horrible stuff to watch. It's torturous to watch. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on the website. Well, no, it's I just mean, the I w- better I w- of the torturous stuff. Yeah, I mean, we certainly had an easy time watching it. Laughed at certain parts. Loved the McConaughey death. At the end. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That's the best part of the film. Yeah, too bad it's not like. Like, it's more of a visual thing. It's not an audio thing. Otherwise, we'd play it for you at the end. But, yeah, that was the best part. (laughs) Battle axe in hand, and he's just going for it. America! (laughs) So stupid. But anyway. Yeah, that's all I got for this movie. I'm done. Yeah, thank God. So, enjoy our favorite clip of the show. Thanks. And what brings you to the asshole of the world? You're passing through it. What's up, mate, you? Huh. Here. Why don't you go inside and have a wee look? 